Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. I'm Mark Francis, once again, your host for today. Today's episode, I have three guests with me. Very exciting to be um, in the studio today. And it's, it's going to be a continuation on some of the conversations we've already had. Two episodes ago, we talked about partnering with parents and how discipleship starts in the home. Um, last episode, we in, just kind of enhanced that idea of what discipleship looks like. And today, we're introducing a very common ministry that's been around for a while here at FBC, but now is a new name. I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So let's unpack yeah. soul care. I have um, John Avery sitting next to me. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. So give us your job title here at FBC once again. Well, um, Pastor of Family and Biblical Soul Care. Mm-hmm. That's my new new title. Family and Biblical Soul Care. Yeah. Thanks yes. for coming. Are you like uh, on the soul train here? Yes. Right? So we can have all kinds of jokes. Just yes, one after exactly, another. Just yeah. fire away. Yeah, I'm a really yeah, good John dancer. and the Pips. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's another one. I love it. Yeah. You heard from him right now. This is Scott Crowley. How are you, Scott? I'm doing well. So give us, you were on the leadership team here. Mm-hmm. Just give us a brief history of kind of your ministry um, involvement here at FBC. Yeah. So um, in, as part of the leadership team, we support the staff and we bounce ideas off each other and kind of watch workload sometimes and um, just prayer support and um, things like that and just where where is the ministry going and kind of bounce ideas off each other. Awesome. Yeah. And then to your left, we have the lovely Miss Lisa Williams. How are you? I'm doing well also. Good. Well also. And uh, what's your job title here at FBC? Women's Soul Care Supervisor. Women's Soul Care Supervisor. So you're like the conductor of the Soul Train. I'll just keep going no. with this. Wow, you're good. Yeah. You're good. You're... Yeah. No. Yeah, we're, we're I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the caboose. <laughs> the caboose. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's awesome that you guys are all here, and you've already heard this phrase, Soul Care. So let's just dive right in. Um, John, give us a history of um, just what you kind of, I want to say, inherited. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. John Morrison, our former pastor of counseling yeah. ministry, yes. um, left us almost a year ago right, right. now, mm-hmm. yeah. right. and, and right. you jumped right in. So yeah. give us kind of a background of taking that over and to where we are today. Yeah. You know, John and his team, and Scott has been a part of the biblical counseling team for a really long time, and Lisa has been involved in the ministry for a while as well, and uh, their team uh, really, have they, they, they laid a foundation um, and even a foundation and then some, uh, because there's been a lot of equipping and helping people um, just understand what is biblical counseling, how can we help each other, how do we speak the truth and love to one another, uh, and, and that's what John was doing and, and his team. And uh, they had, I don't know how many equipping classes throughout the years, a lot. A lot of equipping and a lot of that's is uh, available still online mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. so just some really good stuff and uh, and so <clears throat> when John was uh, leaving uh, I, I was handed his job description in January 2022 and uh, and he was still here mm. uh, and he, he they ended up leaving in June uh, and so we started meeting together as a team uh, the biblical counseling team and that consisted of these two uh, Joe Hauser, mm-hmm. Hunter Mayo, Lee, uh, Sherry Libby, mm-hmm. and a few others that had to kind of step away for um, just uh, schedule reasons. And we started going through a book called Equipping Counselors for Your Church. And we wanted to build on the foundation that has already been built and say, okay, well, where are we going now? Um, 
as, as a ministry. And, uh, and so we met, we, and we're still meeting, but we met for about 15 to 16 months going through this book together and uh, thinking through what can this ministry look like um, moving forward. And as we were meeting and praying together, we were meeting twice a month and long meetings. Um, we would assign a chapter and we'd discuss that chapter. And, and as we were doing that, um, we, we just started talking about uh, this idea of how, how counseling can have a kind of a stigma you know, mm. attached to it. Mm-hmm. That I, I don't want to go to counseling or there's no way I would ever counsel somebody. And, you know, just kind of a cultural stigma that we were concerned about when, because really counseling is, everybody counsels, mm. everybody gives advice. And uh, we, we believe that that, that, um, that we want to know what does God say? Mm. And what does the word of God say? And we want, we want to be a part of uh, sharing what God says. And we see that um, we, the, the words biblical soul care, the phrase biblical soul care came up. And as we talked about it more, we, we really like the sound of it because that's something that everybody can do is we care for one another's soul. You know, Psalm 19.7 um, says, the law of the Lord is perfect for restoring the soul. The target of God's word is the soul of a person. Hmm. And it's to transform and restore that person uh, to be more and more in the image of Christ. So you slipped in just a quick little phrase, something like, everybody gives can give advice. Yes. You know, so mm-hmm. you equated that with the word counseling. Yes. And how counseling can be scary. People might think you're going to kick back on a couch and go mm-hmm. go to therapy session. Smoke and it's and scary. And mm-hmm. it's I don't want to be counseled. Mm-hmm. Right. Um unpack this a little bit more for me because I want to understand can, you saying everybody can do it, everybody can give advice but yet there's this almost social stigma of the word of the word counseling. So we do not have couches okay. in the rooms. If thanks you for, want to come to the, yeah. the <laughs> Soul Care Counseling Suite um, we got rid of those. Good. Um, but the everybody so I just think how even just this past Sunday uh, we've been away for two weeks on vacation and uh, I sat next to someone that I had known for a few years, and she said to me, how are you doing, Lisa? Well, she was doing caring for my soul. She wanted to know how I was doing that day. I'd come in, you know, feeling, I call it jumbledy dot. That's my own made-up word. But she may have picked up on that. And um, mm-hmm. so we got to stand there and talk. And so that is the everybody so if you've ever been asked, how are you, or what can I do for you, or, you know, my neighbor down the street whose wife just died suddenly a few weeks ago, well, let me take, you know, a thing of um, twice-baked spaghetti, because I can do that to help out. So mm-hmm. all of that's just mm-hmm. caring for someone's soul. It doesn't have to be specific equipping and whatever. Now, there's equipping that is being offered but that's just if that's a direction that you want to go and, and be more trained in or mm-hmm. equipped in. Yeah, you know, um, when my brother was diagnosed with cancer back in April of 2021, I remember coming to church um, on a Saturday evening, and, and the email had been sent out, and, and someone came up to me and just said, hey, can I, can I pray with you about your brother? I, I've heard, and I can't tell you how that ministered mm-hmm. to my soul. It was just such mm-hmm. an encouragement because they were pointing me mm-hmm. to Christ, um, it, it's kind of like, where's Christ fit into our everyday life? And mm-hmm. when people do that for one another, it's those small things mm-hmm. to, to be intentional about pointing people to Jesus and, and realizing that, uh, you know, we're, we're dependent on him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so when you're looking at caring for somebody and caring for their soul, hence the phrase mm-hmm. soul care, yeah. 
Um, distinguish this a little for me and for all of us watching and listening as well. Last episode, we talked a lot about discipleship mm-hmm. and disciple making and how we're all called to do that. And here we are today saying we're all called to care for mm-hmm. people's souls. Mm-hmm. Break that down. What's the distinction? How do you interpret this different level of discipleship, mm-hmm. uh, if that's even the way of putting it? Make that difference for me, mm-hmm. because I think it kind of gets a little muddy. You hear okay. the phrase counseling and discipleship mm-hmm. or soul care now. So mm-hmm. break that down a little bit for us. You know, God um, speaks, I, I think, and we, we read this book and it was very helpful, but God, at least we know God speaks to us in three different categories. Uh, he speaks to us as saints. Mm-hmm. He speaks to us as his children. And saints is a familial word, meaning family word, that we belong to him. And he speaks um, to us as, a, as, a, as his children. And so the idea of saints has with it this idea of belonging to the family of God. And, and that gives us identity. And, and so, um, and then, but it also gives us purpose because we're a saint who we're supposed to be glorifying God. And so he speaks to his children as saints, but he also speaks to his children as sinners. We do sin. And he has something to say about that. How do you make things right between us and the Lord to restore fellowship? How do you make things right between one another when there's deeper sin issues that are causing conflict in the home or at work or wherever within the church? You know, God speaks to us as sinners and he has a pathway that he wants us to go down uh, with wisdom and love and care. And and so he speaks to us as saints and sinners, but he also speaks to us as sufferers. Um, and, And, you know, the suffering can get more and more intense. Uh, and so we, the, the idea behind biblical soul care is we believe that everybody can do that, whatever, whatever you are in your relationship, that we always want to say, well, what does God think about this situation? But as things get more intense, that's where we want to come alongside and, and say, okay, right now the suffering or the sin is intense or this person really needs to understand who they are in Jesus. That's all discipleship. It's all discipleship. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's, sometimes you kind of, um, step aside and go, okay, this is really, my soul is so disturbed right now. I, I need some hope. I need some help. And that's where this biblical soul care uh, or counseling uh, comes in and we help each other through those more intense times. Intense? So yeah. in- intensive it, the discipleship is a word. Yes. Authentic fellowship was a phrase that yes. we've thrown around here yeah. at so FBC the, a little yeah. bit as well. Yeah. So the intensity, and that's why we have we have this pyramid that you said we would link to the to yeah. the podcast mm-hmm. yeah. where it shows this pyramid um, it's just different roles that people might play where the intensity of the suffering and sin come in um, and so then we need more intensity of equipping mm-hmm. to help people um, who might say you know what I do want to help counsel people formally mm-hmm. there's informal um, hmm. you know and then there's formal it depends on what the situation calls that's for. good to know but so I'm I not. would liken it to like a cut jewel and you have different facets on that jewel, and the jewel being discipleship, and we're just one of the facets, being that it's biblical soul care when it does get intense. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would differentiate. We are part of discipleship, but we're one aspect mm-hmm. of that's discipleship. Good, yeah, I'd say the um, while the restorative and the intense is part of certainly part of of counseling, I think um, historically it's been kind of misconstrued as that's mm-hmm. the only thing that counseling is as opposed to a focused part of the continuum mm-hmm. of discipleship yeah it's not and just I think, problem solving i think you're saying absolutely also, not also yeah. that formal and informal 
there's there's yeah. levels of informal discipleship informal mm-hmm. discipleship just like you're saying there's levels mm-hmm. of formal mm-hmm. counseling or soul care versus informal so i I'm, I'm glad you asked the question because i'm not sure if there is always a difference and i think i wonder if sometimes we want to make a difference so that we can mm-hmm. say we don't have to do that hmm. you know whereas <laughs> right. um if it's caring and sharing speaking the truth and love as jesus would if you're an ambassador as we are called to be and doing everything that Jesus wants us to be doing, there really isn't much difference. I mean, we look at this past weekend's message. Um, Apollos was very learned, but he was missing an aspect, an important aspect. And two believers kind of took him aside and, um, you know, counseled, discipled. They, they talked about this aspect that was missing and um, this aspect of worship and this component that was really important. And, um, he, you know, he took it and ran, and it was... It's all part of the sanctification process, I believe, mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. So in this Good. sanctification yeah. process, there yeah. is certainly discipleship that constantly happens for spiritual growth. Yeah. And along those times of our growth, it's like looking at a heartbeat monitor going up and mm-hmm. down. Yeah. There's this yeah. constant dip right. in our spiritual growth. Hopefully, the right. trajectory is up. Yeah. But in those slight dips, we need some soul care. Yeah. Right, and, and sometimes, you know, I've... I've Heard it likened to that, uh, you know, you're driving your car and all of a sudden on the dashboard the light goes off. There's something a little more serious going on in the in your vehicle. Either it's just common, you know, mm-hmm. put more air in your tires or get an oil change, or there's something, you know, the transmission needs help. And and depending on the severity of it, you're going to go to different places for that. Yeah. Could, yeah. Can we just read a few scriptures that kind of give Love a little it. bit of that? So yep. um, Acts 14, 21 and 22 um, was preached a few weeks ago and. and uh, just appreciate it. it says after they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples they returned to lystra and iconium and to antioch strengthening the souls of the disciples encouraging them to walk in the faith and saying through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of god hmm. um, a little follow-up quote here from bob kellerman he says god's fun- fundamental vision for body growth focuses on every member speaking the truth and love to one another in every situation. That's it. Get that, and you get God's purpose for his body today. Hmm. You know, that's it's an, it's an every person ministry, yeah. but sometimes it calls for a little bit more intensity of what might need to be gleaned from God's word to help someone who might be struggling with. Mm-hmm. The, the, they need more affirmation that they're a saint, their identity is in Jesus, or they need more help because they're really struggling with a sin. Um, that just keeps beating them down and they don't understand how to have victory or they're really suffering and they're hurting and they need more intensity to mm-hmm. to be met with the person of Jesus. You referenced a pyramid and I want to definitely highlight that and touch okay. on that because yeah. what we're talking about here is um, there's different almost layers or components of the fact that yes, everyone can do this. Mm-hmm. Everyone right. can care for other people's souls but yet there's different as you unpack or peel the onion, there's different layers of complexity of people's lives and issues and sin and conflict that there's going to be a point where you're going to say, wow, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm not trained. I'm not equipped to to handle this. Go to the experts. But here we are at FBC. We're saying we want to equip and train. Mm -hmm. So John, Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn to you, Scott, because John, you mentioned (laughs) there is months and months and months of leadership meetings that you guys had yes praying over these things where you're fine-tuning the 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 ministry 
we call it that. Mm -hmm. What went on behind the scenes to now lead us to where we are today that is causing us to have this conversation? Yeah, um, in the past we've had maybe like four semesters of um, we go through the book um, Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands and then we'd go 101, Biblical Counseling 101, 201, 301. Um, so, you know, in doing that, the, just we've gone, um, we've in BTC in our training classes, we've offered instruments probably like three or four times. And so we've been through it and, you know, now we're trying to offer according to the pyramid and the ministry, this, um, every level and the one above it is kind of like for small group leaders and people to, to kind of get some equipping on, um, how to be intentional, what to look for, what entry doors are there that people are giving that they may want someone to kind of step in and, and walk with them through something. So, so you're saying like a book, for example, Instruments in the Hands of Redeemer is a resource that we would use to go through and explain, okay, here's, mm -hmm. here's what scripture says on and how to care for somebody. Yeah. And that's just one yeah. level of equipping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're going to condense that upcoming, um, we're going to try to get that condensed into to make it more available to more people who don't have that level of time to give and are involved in other ministries. Um, we're trying to condense that into a six week BTC and then um, and then go to a more kind of intense for that up next level of uh, equipping that's uh, like a 39 unit, um, you know, pretty, pretty in deep. Um, equipping. So you need some intense equipping in order to handle the intense discipleship. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're getting it, Mark. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You're love great. it. You want to yeah, join? Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah. So you, you, we're, we're presenting this pyramid visual aid that at the baseline of it is every person. Mm -hmm. Yes? Yes. Um, and as you gradually grow and go up the pyramid, there's different training that is needed to handle the more formalized mm -hmm. counseling sessions yes yeah and so unpack how did you guys come up with the the curriculum because it sounds like that we're growing kind of the ministry in a way that is being a little more formalized in the training and equipping mm -hmm. component of bringing people on board mm -hmm. that are willing to say yes i i would love i think god has called me to assist in soul care of mm -hmm. others so how do you guys shape this kind of curriculum and where is it coming from? Mm -hmm. um, and how did you shape it? You're smiling, so I'm ready to go to Lisa for this one. <laughs> how did you come up with this pyramid idea? So I think, uh, well, we had heard this concept through um, our biblical soul care training when we go once a year to Lafayette, Indiana. And uh, there's one particular speaker there who mentioned um, this concept of a pyramid. And we have taken it and uh, fitted it to be more like what Fellowship Bible Church does here in ministry. As far as, um, you know, as you go up the pyramid, I like that I've heard John Avery say many times, just because you may be more equipped in the particular area of biblical soul care um, doesn't mean that you're better. It's just an area just like maybe I only know how to do an oil change, but, you know, Scott over here, he knows how to front and wheel alignment and how to take apart an engine and put it back together. So that takes more equipping. And so John Avery discovered 
that there's already a curriculum out there with uh, lesson plans in it for the uh, the level that's talking a little higher up on the pyramid. That just means that you would want more equipping for those coming who have red lights on the dashboard of their life. And so we're using that book as our springboard. We're going to make sure that it also covers in areas where we feel it doesn't, um, just other components that we think are important. We're also working um, pretty closely with Tim and, and mm-hmm. group on going down to the every believer level um, as we focus, as FBC focuses on discipleship training and what are the core foundational truths that we want mm-hmm. everybody to be you know well versed in uh, comfortable with we can we're working with them a lot of those things just dovetail with um, aspects of counseling and soul care and so making sure some of those like really key components that fit right into you know sanctification or the sufficiency of scripture I mean, those are, mm-hmm. they're the mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so it's a key aspect and, um, you know, how viewing people in a certain context, um, creation, fall, redemption, mm-hmm. um, something that you want every believer to know, you can fit, well, what does that, you know, how does that fit into to soul care? Well, sin corrupted everything. Mm-hmm. And now people are blind and frequently if not almost all the time, are blind to their blindness. And so community, um, uh, these things, the sanctification, the progressive sanctification happens in community because we're not always going to know where, we're, where we have those gaps. And so we want the, the whole body, just key, key components, um, mm-hmm. whole body to be well-versed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's um, Romans 15, 14 <clears throat> has been a kind of a, foundational verse for us key verse it says um, and concerning you my brethren I myself also am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness filled with all knowledge and able to admonish one another and this is this is interesting because Paul's writing to to Roman Christians and they're not experts on on admonishing one another they're what they are is they're just um, he's writing to to little churches that are dotting the countryside of Rome, and he's and he's saying this to the everyday Christian. He's saying, "I'm convinced that you're full of character, you're full of goodness, you're you're becoming more like Jesus. You're filled with all knowledge. You know the scriptures, and you are competent to admonish or care for, instruct or counsel one another." And so he's talking to the whole body of believers, and that's been kind of our our go-to is that this is an every believer ministry. That God is wanting everybody to to speak the truth in love to each other um, on a regular, everyday basis. And those people are involved in community. They're yes. already part of They're the all, small yes. groups. And right. Um, so as we, you know, participate, as we, you know, grow, connect, and serve um, yeah. as that community, as you get involved in that community, to make this kind of an expectation is to mm-hmm. speak into, to encourage, strengthen, but also to speak into people's. Um, lives hmm. yeah. so walk us through the pyramid mm-hmm. we've been alluding to it mm-hmm. let's be specific and detailed um, of that foundational level and walk us all the way to the top so what does that look like okay um, I'll start okay um, the very foundation is a um, that you'll see on the link when you click on it is this idea of having a church that is what Lisa what does that say 
Solid doctrine. That's our basic foundation that we want. Yes. Solid doctrine and an atmosphere of love and grace in the church. And I think that describes fellowship. Yes. And we, we wholeheartedly agree that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. by God's grace, um, we already have that as, as in this mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. And then the next level, we have uh, called street level soul care. Mm-hmm. And that's the idea that what this street level soul care really is Romans 15, 14. Um, that it was mm-hmm. all the believers. They were um, helping each other with their struggles and their everyday problems, and they were they were saying, "Here's what here's what I think God thinks on this from the scriptures," mm. and and um, and it was this idea that um, this is an every person ministry. One of the things, if I can say, just add into here is that um, we're wanting to have this prayerfully permeate our our congregation. Um, one of the things that we wanted to do was do this podcast and just kind of mm-hmm. start the word, let the word get out some yep. more, some more. And then also we're going to be doing, we have Counseling Lab September through May. Um, And that Counseling Lab is the second Thursday of the month um, from 7 to 9. We're going to, we want to have a Counseling Lab open house in October. And then one more in the spring, and I don't remember mm-hmm. what month that is. When you say open house, you mean like open anybody? Please Show up, come. experience yes. what it's like. Yes. Yep. Here's yes. what a counseling lab looks yep. like, but we're going to tailor it to people who don't go to counseling lab mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we want to explain the pyramid. Sure. We want to explain yeah. what is what is biblical soul care. And mm-hmm. so we're going to just, we want to, that's going to be an opportunity for, you know, I, I'm just going to put it out there. There'll probably be food there, but um, <laughs> it, it's just, uh, it's just going to be, here's what we're talking about when we say street level soul care. That's what it is. You want if you mm-hmm. want to learn more what what the other part mm-hmm. of the pyramid is. That's great. But street level soul care is every believer um, admonishing one another in love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but the next level of the pyramid is called directive soul care. Intentional. That's what I meant. Yep. Intentional soul <laughs> yep. care. We changed the word and I and that's I forgot. <laughs> so intentional soul care. Um, and that idea is that this is more for um, the leaders. Mm-hmm. I, I would say elders, deacons. Um, small group leaders, um, Club 56, Club 56 leaders, youth leaders, women's Bible study leaders, yep, women in the word. We, this is for all different kinds of leaders mm-hmm. where we're wanting to do a, a class called equip to care 101. And that's what's referring back to what Scott said about the, the instruments in the hands of the redeemer. That's taking the first chapter, first six chapters of that book. And we're going to be discussing, okay, what does it mean to mm-hmm. care for one another? What, what does it mean for someone who's a small group leader to um, have one of their small group, say a couple is struggling with their marriage? You know, they, people might say, well, call Sherry at the counseling, you know, in the counsel- and, and let them deal with it. But that's not, that's not we, body life is, let this, let, let's have that at the small group level, if, if possible. Mm. You know, and, and so we want to do some equipping to help those types of leaders um, do some biblical soul care where, wherever they are in their, in their ministry lives. Um, then, then the next level is restorative soul care, mm-hmm. and that's um, I, I call that that's our bread and butter, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the mm-hmm. sense that that's what we believe God is, that the elders are wanting us to do here at FBC is to equip um, those type of counselors uh, who can give soul care at, at when when issues in in our church body um, become um, a little bit more intense. That's more the formalized. Yes, it is sessions. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Yes. And, and that's where we're going to be having Equip to Care 201. And that's a class that is going to be from September to May, uh, the curriculum that uh, Lisa um, referred to. And, uh, and that's, you know, it's going to be every Sunday morning from 9 to 1030 in the morning. 
and uh, and we're actually we're we're getting a little bit more serious with this one because we are actually uh, have an application that we're asking people to fill out. Um, we're asking for a ninety percent commitment uh, mm-hmm. attendance, mm-hmm. and and then we're asking for a three year commitment afterwards. Mm-hmm. So nine months of equipping, but then we're saying we're asking the people who go through that to stick around for two over a little over two years and and be a part of the biblical soul and care serve, ministry and basically. serve and yeah. serve yeah. yes yeah and uh and so that's what that is um about and we've already had some people apply we're excited about that um we're going to be pro- providing mentors for them through this well, that, that'll be a little bit of a relational component um and then uh the next part of the pyramid is what called what intensive soul care intensive soul care and that's more like crisis type things um, and we're going to be offering probably starting in 24, 25 different ways of helping with uh, how, do, how do I help someone with um, suicidal thoughts? How do I help someone with more really some deep, deep crisis mm-hmm. type struggles? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last part, uh, what's the last part called? Equipping other churches. Equipping other churches. Mm. Um, people might not know, but we get requests from community, the community. Um, and from other churches a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have waiting lists sometimes of people from other churches. And so what we hope, maybe in a, a year or two or longer, I don't know, depending on how the Lord's timing as we work through this, but to be able to say to other churches, um, here's what we're doing. Can we come alongside you to help you maybe get this going in your own church? Um, and uh, because we, we want to care for those in our body. We also want to care for the community. But it'd be, but we're we're saying could could other area churches get something like biblical biblical soul care going in their own body, um, so that they can minister to their people. It's an interesting goal and vision because yeah. you guys are going to a location for constant training. Mm-hmm. What if there was role reversal and we were a hub of mm-hmm. training? Praise yes. the Lord for those yeah. around us. Right, and that's the people yeah. who are closer than Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, right. could could come to Winchester, <laughs> right, Virginia. Yeah, part of our. Um, thing that when we first started meeting together we came up with this thing called a mpvc statement okay um a mission statement which Mm -hmm. is our the mission Mm -hmm. statement of the church and then we had a vision statement and a passion statement and a commission statement Mm -hmm. and i won't go into all those right now Mm -hmm. but the idea is is the part of our vision was getting to a place where where we're able to help other churches Mm -hmm. yeah um walk us through what the current reality is of how many people just volunteers who are in these different levels exist and what what kind of what would be a good goal i mean what are you shooting for i mean is there any kind of range do you guys have a big picture vision of where you think the ministry can go in the next uh, year or so so we have numbers going up the side of the pyramid that are uh, goals that we have personally that we know could take what 45 four to five years again Mm -hmm. depending upon God's timing, and so street level, you know, we've we've got a thousand, um, and that's a good bit of our church body. Just being more aware of the fact that we're all, in some form, caring for one another's souls. And then as we go up the pyramid, we recognize that the numbers would go down as you look at the intensity of equipping. So for the next intentional soul care, those were our you know community group leaders. Club 56, uh, women's ministry, we have a 300. Now, that's not going to be tomorrow. Well, we're not ready for 300. But God will be growing those who would be able to um, to teach and equip. Then beyond that, to the restorative soul care, where there's the three-year commitment we're asking for, we have 100. 
they would like to eventually be able to equip and impact. And beyond that, um, just 15 for the intensive soul care because that's a very specified mm-hmm. um, you know, level of suicidal ideation and um, other things of that nature. So, yeah. And, you know, I do, as we've said, John and his team for years have been equipping people. Yes. And so there are already people in our body that are equipped for these kinds of things. Um, some are taking a, a break. Some mm-hmm. are resting. Um, they have served well, and we're so thankful for them. Uh, but, you know, um, there's job security <laughs> because <laughs> we, we all need to depend on the Lord, yeah. and we need each other. And so our hope is that we can continue to grow um, in this in this area and, mm-hmm. and move forward. There's something um, here that I... I was wondering, Mark, if you wouldn't mind reading it. Hmm. And it's just, I got this from the Biblical Counseling Coalition, Explanation of Gospel-Centered Counseling, and this is our heart. Mm -hmm. Would you mind reading that? Yeah. Basically, we point people to a person, Jesus, our Redeemer, and not to a program, theory, or experience. We place our trust in the transforming power of the Redeemer as the only hope to change people's hearts, not in any human system of change. People need a personal and dynamic relationship with Jesus, not a system of self-salvation, self-management, or self-actualization. Wise soul care givers seek to lead struggling and hurting and um, sinning and confused people to the hope, resources, strength, and life that are available only in Christ. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the heart behind mm-hmm. where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. It's a person. It's, it's mm-hmm. the person yeah. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can't do it without him. Right. Can't do it um, on our own. And that's who we point people to. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not behavior modification. Yes. Mm. It is the heart. The heart. Yes. Touch on that a little bit more. That's that's a big statement. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so um, typically secular counselors and therapists and even some Christians will offer things like CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, other types of therapy where, and it can be helpful because it, it helps people with their thoughts know how to say that they are struggling with anxiety or depression. So what am I thinking about? And so they'll focus on that and get you to learn how to change your thoughts. Well, don't we do the same? Doesn't it say in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, to, you know, um, to not be thinking according to the pattern of the world? Um, but it's about so much more than just changing our behavior. God is after our hearts. And so that's where when there's counseling or therapy that suggests that it might help um, in some on a level, but it stops short of the heart being where change is really needed because that's what's, you know, our thoughts are feeding our heart how to feel. And, and so that's what that means. It's not about behavior change. It's about your heart. Yeah, it boils down to worship. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one of the goals, one of the Mm -hmm. outcomes is that we've replaced God in aspects of our life. Um, So our worship is on something other than God, and it's Mm -hmm. to kind of try to build involvement so you have the relationship, and then you gather data, uh, some of the steps, and um, just getting to know that person and knowing why they do it and asking them. And sometimes they don't know. Even adults are kind of like, I don't know. Um, it's not just for kids. Sure. But um, it's yeah. you, you can't staple um, good fruit on a bad tree and expect it to 
next season to produce good fruit. Mm-hmm. So you got to get to the root and the heart. Yeah, you know, the, the idea is um, uh, we, we as people can worship our way into a lot of problems, mm-hmm. um, but God makes it really clear we can worship our way out mm-hmm. of problems because we mm-hmm. become like what we worship. Mm-hmm. And idol worship can be taken many forms. I mean, Calvin said that our hearts are like idol factories. It's just all different things. What you mm-hmm. might struggle with worship, I, I, I might struggle with something else. You know, mm-hmm. it's just all this different but but we but we become like what we worship Hmm. so when we worship jesus we become like him Hmm. and and against these things there is no law (laughs) fruit of the spirit yeah i think mark carey has often said what we behold is what we become yes in in this idea of yes pointing people to christ Mm -hmm. and and as we look at people's souls and look to care for them i think we've painted a picture to our audience that it's a it's needed that it's a mm-hmm. necessity. Um, let's go a little bit just with the testimonials. I want to hear just the proof of kind of how you've seen Christ impact people's lives through the ministry. Is there one story, one one person, mm-hmm. you know, without revealing a lot of the details, mm-hmm. paint a picture of kind of the results of what this is providing people in right. our community? I think of one particular uh, woman from years ago, and... Um, her family attends here and as she and I met and read um, a specific book I don't always use books but sometimes they are very helpful it helped her realize that what um, she was struggling with was actually uh, something that she had been doing for years and by now she's what late 30s early 40s uh, at that particular time and so by recognizing that it really helped um, free her to identify this is my issue, um, and it happens to be my main nemesis. I think we all have a main enemy that we have to guard against. And so uh, people-pleasing, which sounds actually there's nothing wrong with that, but when it becomes your idol, um, when it becomes more than pleasing God first, and so by identifying that, and now what do we do? practically to reorient and change uh, my heart and uh, it was just getting a front row seat of watching God work in her heart and change and her seeing her ability and what had probably magnified that in her life were things from her childhood even Hmm. I didn't always go digging back there but it was just obvious it kept surfacing Hmm. so um, that's just Hmm. yeah. yeah there was a young man came to me and he was a, he was really distraught because he he was um, just chained to pornography mm. and uh, we started in Colossians chapter one and um, the, the whole point was uh, I gave him we, we give people homework um, and it is the idea is that it's not a magic hour to spend time counseling somebody the, the time that you spend with the Lord in, 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 in the word at home in your fellowship with him is where the Holy Spirit begins to work in a person's heart. And he also does that through community, you know, um, and other people encouraging and helping us grow. Um, But this young man um, just started to look at Colossians chapter one, and what does that say about the person of Jesus and who he is and what did he rescue him from? And just week after week, um, he would come back with a notebook and I was so think, you know, number one, he's a young guy, with a notebook, that was amazing. But he, he just uh, would write down what he was learning from Colossians 1, and he would come back week after week just excited 
you know, I'm sure sometimes he would fall back and struggle. But First John one nine is a promise mm-hmm. to to to. F- to, there's fellowship forgiveness to, for the believer and he began to to understand that and and be encouraged by that but he would say that just f- beholding mm-hmm. Jesus in Colossians chapter 1 mm-hmm. God was beginning to show him that Jesus is way better than pornography hmm. Hmm. that that speaks to the transformation of people who you are counseling mm-hmm. how about the transformation of the people who are being equipped to be the soul caregivers mm-hmm. how, how have you seen have you seen transformation and just mm-hmm. excitement of what God does throughout the training process? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so one of the key premises is apply, apply these things to yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, the humility, um, you know, you don't go in like, you know, I'm better, I'm something. You know, Paul repeatedly, I'm nothing. I, you know, Christ is, my words aren't anything other than what Christ gives me. Um, so going through the class and, and what to listen, people have identified issues of their own mm-hmm. and they're like, I, you know, frequently it's, I wrestle with this, you know, this is me, you know, and John's even been to some of his formal training. They actually go hot seat right then. And the whole class does that. That would be <laughs> kind of uncomfortable, but I mean, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hell, it's care, you know, it's soul care. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's good. And that's some of, some of the training is getting used to being uncomfortable. You know, these conversations aren't easy in my flesh. I don't want to have it. Um, yeah. but at the table, everybody's kind of going through that same thing as we talk about in a mm-hmm. classroom situation. And we're just kind of going through questions and content. Um, a lot of people are growing very much are growing during the class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just we had boot camp and beyond, we called it, and now we're changing it to equip to care equip to 101. Care. Nope. Um, but just some of the testimonies of people that just said how much they appreciated mm-hmm. the class and what they personally learned, because the reality is we're just we're all broken mm-hmm. before the Lord. We we desperately need his grace every day. Nobody's nobody's arrived. We until we see him face to face, we will be we will be like him. But until we get there, we are just in desperate need of the person of Jesus. Mm. You know. mm-hmm. yeah. So speaking to those two groups of people, let's just get to the nuts and bolts and how do you how do you get connected? So if you are someone who's like, wow, I, I need, I could use this help. I struggle with X, Y, and Z. I would love to meet with somebody. What do they do? Where do they go? Mm-hmm. So online um, on our website, there is, um, you can click a few different pages down into where you can request counseling which will then take you to a place to set up an, um, an account and you fill out an intake form which um, asks questions that then is immediately notifies um, our administrative assistant, Sherry Libby. And by doing that, it helps us understand what your need is. And um, so for women who end up doing that, then Sherry's able to uh, respond to them immediately. Eventually, I get involved. I'm just talking about women, but there's a similar process for men or married couples or pre-marriage counseling. So there's a few different forms on, on the in, um, the website. So I'm there now, and okay. so it's very simple, fbcva.org/care. Yes. yes, that'll take you right there. <clears throat> and then there's a little button that says, "How can we help you?" Mm-hmm. And then there's actually a little uh, icon that says "Biblical Soul Care" on that. And um, you can 
click on that and it'll mm -hmm. it'll get you right there. Yes. So it does. Yep. Or um, you can call the church. Right. Mm -hmm. Go to the old school method. Um, you could. Yes. Yep. You send a, a pigeon. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. okay. And uh, or dub, I don't know what we sure. use. Um, and uh, and you know, or you could email Sherry, Sherry L at fbcva.org, and yeah. she mm -hmm. can point you to where you need to go. And if they're not comfortable with that, I uh -huh. would say you know, if they're in a community group, mm -hmm. um, although we haven't like fully equipped, mm. um, but I would say talk to the person they're comfortable with, mm -hmm. and yeah. and recognize that with these levels, um, there's always the opportunity if you feel out of your comfort zone to phone a friend mm -hmm. and you may not have to turn over full, you know, full counseling over to a different person. You just may need some tips or here's some resources. And, mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, their community group leader or a friend within the community group or leader or in their group, just a mm -hmm. friend and a friend can be spiritual friendships. They can kind of go through things. And we can kind of support and kind of touch base and yes. see how they're doing. That's what I love about FBC. We are full of resources. Mm -hmm. yes. I mean, yeah. it, it is a church that has grown over yeah. the years to mm -hmm. where yeah. we we have right. tools. Right. We have resources. Yeah. We have each other. It, yeah, and we you have Christ. Yep. Amen. <laughs> Second category of person. Okay. Someone who is saying, wow, I do think God might be calling me to take it to the next level and be a soul caregiver, somebody who can provide counseling and and can be more that intensive um, mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. You had mentioned a few different upcoming classes. Mm -hmm. So let's go through those details one last time. Okay. What are the next steps to take for right. someone who's wanting to go down that path? There is an application for the Equip to Care 201. That's first. Okay. Um, that, that'll be the first class that's coming up in September. And um, I don't know if we have that on the website at this time, but they could reach out to uh, Sherry Libby. Yeah. Um, and, and get connected. Jennifer has put out in the Friday emails. Okay, right. You can click on if you want to become involved. And it is way. on the website. Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, yes. it is on the website. Yeah. So um, once you're in, person. yeah, once you're in that care page mm -hmm. and you click on the biblical soul care icon, mm -hmm. that takes you to the landing page for mm -hmm. biblical soul care. And there's an instant button that pops up, says apply to be a part of the biblical soul care team. Great. There, there you go. And there's the <clears> application. Good find. I would say, though, that maybe you're not even sure. And so Sherry's there to answer questions. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I've sat with someone and answered if they want even more things answered. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll just offer John up right now. Sure, please do. As he can work it into <laughs> his schedule, the same mm -hmm. idea that if you just need to find out if this is a direction. And once you that, apply for that 201 mm -hmm. level class, yes. that goes from when to when? Uh, the class goes from um, September to May. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be on Sunday mornings. Sunday mornings at 9. Mm -hmm. It'll be in the classroom mm -hmm. at the end of the hallway if you're looking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then there's a 101 coming in January. Yes. Yeah. But mm -hmm. 201 after the equipping classes uh, the, from September to May, then we'll start with, um, you know, come watch me do that. Mm -hmm. Then we'll co-counsel or co-biblical soul care together, and then I'll sit with you while you do that, and then they'll be on their own. So we phase them. So they're making a three-year commitment total, mm -hmm. doing the equipping September to May, and then two years beyond that mm -hmm. to be a part of the actual this great. level. Yeah. 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 I mean, to, to know that just the ministry is taking these next steps mm -hmm. um, to equip our body Mm -hmm. yes. to 
be leaders in a way of just saying, yeah, I, I can do that and not mm-hmm. run for the hills or not point to somebody at the church to say, oh, they'll take care of for right. you. Mm-hmm. We all have mm-hmm. that ability. I think that's part of the, the takeaway that I'm getting from our conversation yeah. is yeah. that, yes, we all have that um, that call mm-hmm. to yes. come mm-hmm. alongside of people. And Caleb said and Sunday, discipleship, which we're a facet of, is, um, is dupl- you can duplicate it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's because awesome. I'm not living well forever in heaven. I'm living, but <laughs> not staying here on this earth forever. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you guys so much for being part of this. And I know the conversation is not over. We'll continually share more details of what's happening with the ministry and how you can get plugged in and kind of let's just see what God does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. See if Excited. He continues to grow this to where yeah we are reaching out to the community and mm-hmm. hit that top of the pyramid. Right. So, John, Scott, Lisa. Thank you for being a part of this and all of you guys watching and listening um, for being a part of our podcast. And it's just neat to see what God is doing here at FBC. Mm-hmm. Continue to share your story with us because we love hearing from you. And if you see what God is doing in your life and you want to share it with others, let us know. We'd love to uh, to put your testimony and story out there to encourage our body. Um, you do have that resource, as we mentioned, some of the websites to click on, but fpcvia.org is the first homepage to go to, and then find Biblical Soul Care within that. And on the um, on the show notes there, we'll have that screenshot of the, the pyramid, so you can check that out and um, ask for more details, because mm-hmm. there's always You'd people who are willing to, to share. To share. Yep. So uh, thanks once, once again for watching and listening, and until we chat again... Um, Let's let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day. Mm